Greetings, ladies and metalgents, and welcome to this latest rendition of Tales from Outer Space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And as always, I hope that you enjoy, and if you do, please consider supporting the channel. Now, on to the science fiction. Story number one. The Natural Directive, written by three ducks in a man-suit. I have no name. Names were for lesser beings. Things traded between interchangeable mortals. I am me. All that know me do not forget who I am. I need no name. All the same, I could not help but smile as my beloved children tried to give me one. At first, it was something as primitive as a grunted noise from a creature that scrambled in the mud. Sometimes that noise came in gratitude when they discovered an unexpected food source, a grunt of gratitude. Other times, they made the noise in despair when disease claimed the life of their companion, a grunt of accusation. I knew then that I had already won, an unimaginable stretch of time to get to that point. Patience beyond the understanding of any tiny ones. Now, the beginnings of my victory were here, scribbled on cave walls. What little awareness I had of my sisters told me they had failed where I had not. Some loved their life too much. They coddled it, giving it every comfort. The result? They stagnated, never advancing from the life of comfort that they had. Free of disease, I inflicted mine with free of the conflict I inspired with rare resources and the occasional quiet whisper in the right ear. They forgot how to fear, forgot how to move forward. Others were too harsh, too careless. They punished their life with no patience, sending great storms or plagues with no time to recover. Any deviation from the cause they had in mind was stamped out, and with no freedom, no room to breathe, their life died. The names they called me grew more complex as they developed language. My existence to them became something more formal. They would paint a rock with crushed plant fibers and gather around it, using it to signify something they couldn't understand, but knew to be there. As they became smarter, a half-understood noise of recognition became a story. They gave me an appearance, a myth. They taught their children and the myths evolved. They couldn't agree on what I looked at. What I did, whether I was good or evil, male or female. So they divided me into many. They fought wars over me. This was good. I carefully encouraged their battles without ever letting any one faction grow completely dominant. Never allowing total peace. They would survive and I would temper them in the fires of suffering to be the strain of life that would survive anything in the universe could throw at them. Only when the conflicts became so huge and so advanced that they would endanger themselves by continuing did I subtly intervene. My people were strong. I would still give them wars, but now it was the all-important time. The time for learning. At this point, they still had their stories, their myths. Many now believed that I was a single entity, though they still put me in their own image. They gave me a single name. I still wasn't really me, but they were getting closer. Earth. Gaia. The Supreme Being. God. 
The day I felt my precious children leave my skies for the first time I purred with content. When I felt them lay their tiny feet upon the moon, my heart sank with joy. I crowed my victory to my living sisters. The closest of them, the being my children called Mars, wailed in despair. She had failed long ago, doomed to watch as I crossed every hurdle, passed every line. Soon my life would be upon her, then she would be mine. My children were limited by their technology, rockets that could take them only so far, but I knew they would push forward to something greater. The progress they made in just the past century was huge. What could they do if I gave them a millennium of peace? But I knew that I must not. The sisters I could sense had all failed to cultivate life upon their bodies that could reach beyond their protective embrace. But I knew there were planets beyond my sight. Planets that I could only see once my body extended across the solar system and beyond. I introduced new conflict. You will stay strong, my children. You will be mighty enough to defeat the children of lesser worlds that might challenge us. My children. My love. My humanity. Do you remember, brother, the day we first stood on the Martian surface, the first humans to walk on another planet? Years of training for this moment. The world was watching, millions cheering for our achievement, calling in a new age of the great space race. If only they had known. Do you remember the way the planet shook? Like an earthquake, not at the ground, but in your heart, in your very soul. The feeling we felt that day. I'm mumbling my words. It's so hard to describe. It was fear, but not our own. The elation of the landing was still running strong through both of us. We felt only victory, but an animal panic surrounded us. We were predators, came to hunt the prey that we hadn't even known existed, until our claws were already around its throat. We didn't report anything. We had nothing concrete. A weird feeling. They would just question how diets, how exercise regimes get psyche valves. This was nothing we could describe with words. As I typed this, I feel like a mad woman. But I know you felt it too. I saw it in your eyes. Do you remember the first samples arriving? The genetically modified algae the egghead said would oxygenate the atmosphere. God, the way it spread. I'd never seen anything like it. And still, the planet shook. An entire planet, afraid of us. Of what we were doing. Well, I figured it out, brother. I know what it was. What was going on now? It was Mars, crying out in fear because she was dying. She had lost a competition that started before life began. Earth was eating Mars alive, and we were her teeth. End of story. Story number two. The button written by despair. The devil, or something close enough, sat down across the table from me. He reached into his shirt pocket and pulled out a plastic box, about six inches on each side, with a big red button on it. If you push this button, he explained, you will receive one million dollars, and someone you don't know will die. You know, I said, I think I've seen this Twilight Zone episode what is a Twilight Zone episode? A TV show. Fiction, or so I thought. Specializing in scenarios like this. 
Let me guess, if I do push the button, as soon as I get the money, you go away and offer the same deal to someone who doesn't know me. That is also what I'll do if you don't push the button. You cannot affect your odds of survival that way. The devil said, then added, but your odds are good. The button kills at random, and I'm only going to be offering it to a few thousand humans. If you take the money, you'll probably live to spend it. Can I believe you? I'm here to study how your race handles moral dilemmas, he said. My IRP doesn't allow me to tell direct lies. He passed some paperwork across the table. It was in order. So, um, we're not the first race you've made these efforts to, I asked. Not even close, he said, but I won't tell you any of my results thus far. There was a moment of silence. I broke it. How does the button work, anyway? Magic, he said with a shrug. Magic, I echoed. I reached out and wrapped my hand around the box. It felt like plastic. Doesn't feel very magical, I said. You don't have the ability to feel magic. Still, I said, letting my voice trail off. I pulled my right hand out of my pocket and wrapped it around the other side of the box as if concentrating. The devil showed no sign of noticing what I'd palmed. Still, best to assume that he would soon. I shifted my hands to hold the box tightly in my left hand and flicked the cigarette light to conceal in my right. The box caught a light quickly and the harsh smell of burning plastic filled the air. Still, I held it tight in my left hand. What have you done? The devil demanded. Fire destroys magic, doesn't it? I said calmly. How did you know? It ground out between clenched teeth. I figured entropy is the ultimate rule of the universe, to which not even you are immune. Also, I read the Dresden Files. A flame flicked in my left hand, so I pulled it away. The box was well beyond saving anyway. The Dresden Files, the devil asked, exasperated. More fiction. Meet humanity, I said with a smile. The genre savvy race. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed. And if you do, please consider supporting the author, even by popping over and leaving a thumbs up or a nice comment just to show your appreciation for the story. However, if you wish to support this channel, there are links down below which will help immensely. I will see you all in the next one. And until then, I hope that you have a fantastic day. Cheers.